the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. He called us out of the world, and and we we left the world behind, and we started following him. And he started leading us. And so Jesus is calling sheep out of Judaism to follow him, and he's calling Gentiles out of the world to follow him. And he's making, it says in verse 16, he's making one flock with one shepherd. What's that one flock? The church. Have you heard the voice of the good shepherd calling you into his fold? In today's message, Pastor Dan will explore this metaphor that resonated so deeply with the people that Jesus ministered to during his time on earth. A shepherd is a guide and protector. Their sheep trust and follow them and they keep them fed and safe. Jesus' call wasn't only for the Jews. His call was to all people, and those that listen and come to him will be welcomed into his flock immediately. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of John chapter 10 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. John chapter 10 is the Good Shepherd chapter, as you may know. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name. And he leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them. And the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this illustration, but they did not understand the things which he spoke to them. And then Jesus said to them again, Most assuredly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. So this is a a very familiar passage probably to most of us, a very beautiful passage passage um, about the good shepherd, the true shepherd, Jesus Christ. And it's actually a continuation of chapter 9. 
uh, there, there's no real break in, in, the, in, the, in the story. There's no real break between chapters 9 and 10. It's, it's not a different day. It's not a different event in the ministry of Jesus Christ. It's the same day as the end of chapter 9. And in chapter 9, as, as uh, most of you know, in chapter 9, Jesus heals a man born blind. Remember that? He heals a man born blind, this incredible miracle. He, re- he gives him his sight for the first time. And then after the man was healed, uh, the man born blind was interrogated by the religious leaders. And the religious leaders ultimately uh, put him out of the synagogue, it says. They, they cast him out. They excommunicated him from Judaism. And so he was kicked out for giving glory to Jesus for healing him. And so he was kicked out of Judaism, which in that time, in that culture, that meant uh, not only is he cut off spiritually, but socially too. This guy's an outcast now. And if you remember in John chapter 9, uh, verse 35, after he's cast out of Judaism, Jesus comes and finds him. And Jesus comes and finds him. He's been cast out of Judaism, but Jesus found him. Just like many of us, Jesus came and found us wherever we were. We were lost. And Jesus just came and and found us where we were. And here in chapter 10 now, the story continues. And in chapter 10, Jesus explains what is happening. He explains what is happening spiritually with this man individually, the man born blind, but also what is happening in Israel through him, through his ministry, and what is even happening today in the world, in our lives, in your life, my life, through Jesus Christ, the Good Shepherd. He's the Good Shepherd. The blind man was one of his sheep. He called the man by name. His sheep heard his voice. His sheep responded. His sheep began to follow him. And Jesus, Jesus led him out of his old life. And into a new life. That's, that's what this chapter is all about. That's what John chapter 10 is all about. Jesus the good shepherd calls his sheep by name. His sheep hear his voice. They come to him and they follow him. Now we see shepherds. And we see references to shepherds and sheep. Uh, really all throughout the Bible. Both the Old Testament and the New Testament. Uh, In the Old Testament, for example, back in the book of Genesis, Abraham was a shepherd. Uh, His son Isaac was a shepherd. Jacob was a shepherd. Moses was a shepherd. David, of course, David was a shepherd. He was the shepherd who became king over Israel. But the most well-known shepherd in the Old Testament is God. God. God is described as a shepherd in the Bible. Uh, You know, Psalm 23, the Lord is my what? Shepherd, right? The Lord is my shepherd. Uh, Psalm 77, verse 20, the Lord leads his people like a flock. Psalm 95, verses 6 and 7, listen to these verses. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep. Of his hand. Isn't that beautiful? We are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. God is our shepherd. We're his sheep. 
Uh, when my kids were very young, my wife would often sing those verses from Psalm 95 to our children uh, at nighttime, you know, as they were drifting off to sleep, and she would sing Psalm 95 to them. Uh, now she just says, go to sleep, right? So it's a different song now. It's more of kind of a heavy metal song. Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. I'll say it again, go to sleep. You know, in the New Testament, Jesus here, John chapter 10, he's described as the good shepherd down in verse 11. Uh, in Second Peter chapter 2, verse 25, he's called the shepherd of our souls. Shepherd of our souls. Hebrews 13, 20, he's called the great shepherd. The great shepherd. And so you see uh, this shepherd imagery throughout the Bible, both Old Testament and New Testament. And let me just give you a, a little background on shepherding in ancient Israel that will shed light on our text before us today. Uh, in ancient Israel, there were two types of sheepfolds or sheep enclosures where they, where they kept sheep. Uh, there was a sheepfold that was in a village or near a village, uh, that was shared by the shepherds in that village. It was a common sheepfold. And the shepherds, when they would come home, they would, uh, they would keep their sheep together in a common sheepfold in the village. Uh, you know, they didn't have uh, massive amounts of sheep. They didn't have huge flocks. Uh, they just had a few sheep to provide for their own family. And so uh, the shepherds in a village, they would keep all of their sheep together in the evening at nighttime in a common sheepfold, and they hired a person to watch over the sheep for them at night uh, while they went home and got some rest. And Jesus refers to that kind of sheepfold in verses 1 to 6. In verses 1 to 6, he's talking about this, this village sheepfold, this common sheepfold that was shared, and he's talking about uh, you know, a hired person who's hired to watch the sheep at night. If you notice in verse 3, he refers to the doorkeeper, the doorkeeper of the sheep. If you look down in verse 12, he talks about the hireling who is hired to watch over the sheep and guard the sheep at night. Uh, he's hired by the shepherds. Now, in, in the morning, what would happen? You know, the shepherds would come early in the morning to the sheepfold, their, their communal sheepfold, uh, the doorkeeper would know them and recognize them. He would open the door to the sheepfold, and then the shepherd would call his own sheep out of the sheepfold. And shepherds had a particular call that they would give, that their sheep recognized the voice of their own shepherd. And so when the shepherd called his own sheep, his own sheep would come out of that sheepfold, and he would lead them out. And that's, that's what he's describing here in our passage. That's what he's talking about here in the first six verses. And the shepherd would call his sheep out of the sheepfold, and then the shepherd would lead his sheep out into what was called the wilderness. The wilderness. And he would take his sheep out into the wilderness to feed, to graze. That's where the green pastures were, in the wilderness. In the wilderness, there was a second type of sheepfold. That was found. Uh, and the wilderness sheepfold was more of a makeshift sheepfold. Because sometimes the shepherd would keep his sheep out in the wilderness feeding for several days. And so at nighttime he needed a safe place to keep his sheep. And so they would make these, these makeshift sheepfolds out in the wilderness. Sometimes they would use a cave 
and just kind of enclose it with rocks, put up a little rock wall around it. If you remember uh, in uh, Luke's gospel, uh, Luke chapter 2, with the birth of Jesus Christ, remember that story, the Christmas story? Uh, He's born in Bethlehem and his birth was announced to the shepherds. Remember uh, in Luke chapter 2, verse 8, it says, Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. They're living out in the field. They're out in the wilderness. They're staying out in the wilderness overnight. So they are in one of those wilderness sheepfolds. In the wilderness, shepherds had no, uh, no one they could hire to watch the sheep. So the shepherds at night, to protect their sheep and guard the sheep, they would lay across the entryway of the sheepfold. And they would become the door of the sheep. Pastor Dan will have more to share from today's Ring of Truth study in just a moment. But right now, we'd like to invite you to worship with us this Sunday morning. Here's Pastor Dan to tell you a little more. I heard recently that many people who listen to Christian radio are not part of a local church. Hey, if that's you, I'd like for you to join us this weekend as our guest at Calvary Chapel located in Columbia, Maryland. The teachings you've enjoyed here on Ring of Truth are from messages I've shared with the congregation at Calvary Chapel. We have two meeting times on Sundays at 9 and 11 a.m. You can find out more and get directions at our website, calvaryec.com. That's calvaryec.com. Now let's get back to today's message on Ring of Truth. That's what Jesus is talking about. If you look at verse 7, that's what he's referring to here. He's talking about one of those wilderness sheepfolds where the shepherd served as the door of the sheepfold. And he says in verse 7, Most assuredly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. That's a wilderness sheepfold. Uh, Now, shepherds in the Middle East, they still use these two type of sheepfolds. They have the the shared sheepfold in the village, and then they have the makeshift sheepfold out in the wilderness. So so that's that's the context here, really, of what Jesus is describing uh, in John chapter 10. He's talking about these different sheepfolds. That's the image he uses. And so uh, let's get into the text now, looking at, at verse 1 again. And again, in verses 1 to 6, he's using the, the imagery of a village sheepfold. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the doorkeeper opens. And the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name, and he leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. Again, uh, the imagery that Jesus uses here, it, it was very familiar to the people in that day. Pretty unfamiliar to us, but familiar uh, to them. And what what is the imagery here? What is the imagery saying? What is the picture? Well, first of all, you have in verse 1, you have thieves and robbers that are mentioned. You know, those who do not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climb up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. Thieves and robbers, they came by night to try to steal sheep. And if you look down in verse 10, We see that the thief does not come except to steal and to kill 
and de- destroy. So the thief can't enter the sheepfold by the door because he's there to steal sheep. The doorkeeper's not going to let him in. So he's got to enter some other way. He's got to climb over the wall uh, to get to those sheep so he can steal those sheep, kill them or slaughter them, to devour them, to eat them, and to destroy them. Uh, so so that's, that's part of the imagery that's used here. What else is here? Well, we also have this sheepfold, this sheepfold that's mentioned. What's the sheepfold represent? Well, uh, some have suggested that the sheepfold represents heaven. But it can't be talking about heaven because Jesus is leading people out of the sheepfold. Jesus doesn't lead people out of heaven. He leads people into heaven. Others have suggested it's the sheepfold is the church. But again, Jesus doesn't lead people out of church. He leads people into church. So it can't be talking about heaven. It can't be talking about the church. So what's the sheepfold? The sheepfold in this case, in this context, the sheepfold is Judaism. It's Judaism. Remember, the blind man in chapter 9 was kicked out of Judaism. And then Jesus came to him and called him to himself. So the sheepfold here is, is Judaism. It's Judaism. The sheep are the Jewish people. The good shepherd, Jesus Christ, comes to the fold of Israel. He comes to the fold of Judaism and he calls his own sheep out of Judaism. Now look at verse 16. Look down at verse 16 for me. Down in verse 16, Jesus there says, And other sheep I have which are not of this fold, not of Judaism. Them also I must bring and they will hear my voice and there will be one flock and one shepherd. So Jesus says here, he has other sheep that are not of this fold. They're of another fold. They're not of Judaism. They also will hear his voice and come out of the fold that they're in and become part of this flock, this one flock with one shepherd. So who are those other sheep? The Gentiles, the Gentiles, the non-Jews. So he's got, he's got the fold of, of Judaism and then he's got this other fold where he's calling out uh, Gentiles. And he's calling Gentiles out of the world to follow him. Out of the world. Now most of us here are probably Gentiles. Maybe all of us here are Gentiles. And our great shepherd, right? Jesus Christ. He called us out of the world. Right? He called our name. And we heard his voice. And he called us out of the world and and we we left the world behind and we started following him. And he started leading us. And so Jesus is calling sheep out of Judaism to follow him. And he's calling Gentiles out of the world to follow him. And he's making, it says in verse 16, he's making one flock with one shepherd. And what's that one flock? The church, the church, the church is made up of believers in Jesus from Judaism and believers in Jesus that are Gentiles. And they're brought together under one shepherd, Jesus Christ, to make one flock, the church, the church. So in the context here of the passage, who are the thieves and the robbers in the context? They're the religious leaders of Judaism, the Pharisees and the scribes, 
they're the thieves and the robbers that are ripping off the Jewish people. Right? Now, I want to show you a passage that is, uh, pertains to this. So turn with me back to Ezekiel 34. Ezekiel 34. And here in Ezekiel 34, this is, this is an indictment against the religious leaders of Israel who are called the shepherds of Israel. And Ezekiel 34. So this is an indictment from God against the religious leaders. They're described here as shepherds. Ezekiel 34, verse 1 says, And the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God to the shepherds, Woe to the shepherds of Israel who feed themselves. Should not the shepherds feed the flocks? You eat the fat and clothe yourselves with the wool. You slaughter the fatlings, but you do not feed the flock. What did Jesus say the thief comes to do? He comes to steal, kill, and destroy the sheep. What is Ezekiel describing here? He's describing the shepherds of Israel who feed on the sheep instead of feed the sheep. They're supposed to be feeding the sheep and caring for the sheep. Instead, they're feeding on the sheep and slaughtering them and devouring them for themselves. Verse 4, the Lord goes on, The weak you have not strengthened, nor have you healed those who were sick, nor bound up the broken, nor brought back what was driven away, nor sought what was lost, but with force and cruelty you have ruled them. Remember the story of the man born blind? Incredible miracle. He received sight for the first time in his life. And what do the religious leaders do? They interrogate him and they kick him out of Judaism. Right? What does he say here about the shepherds? They, they shepherd with force and cruelty. They rule over the flock. So they were scattered. The flock was scattered because there was no shepherd. Remember when Jesus saw the multitudes? He was moved with compassion for them because they were like sheep without, shepherd, without a shepherd. Right? And so the flock is scattered because there's no shepherd and they became food for all the beasts of the field. When they were scattered, my sheep wandered through all the mountains and on every high hill. Yes, my flock was scattered over the whole face of the earth and no one was seeking and searching for them. Therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. As I live, says the Lord God, surely because my flock became prey and my flock became food for every beast of the field because there was no shepherd, nor did my shepherds search for my flock, but the shepherds just fed themselves and did not feed the flock. Therefore, O shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. Look, look what he says in verse 10. Thus says the Lord God, behold, I am against the shepherds. And I will require my flock at their hand. I will cause them to cease feeding the sheep and the shepherds shall feed themselves no more. For I will deliver my flock from their mouths that they may no longer be food for them. Now watch verse 11. For thus says the Lord God, indeed, I myself will search for my sheep and seek them out. What does God say there? I myself will search for my sheep and seek them out. He asked me how I know, and I say, bring true. 
The book of 1 John invites followers of Jesus into a consistently growing relationship with our Heavenly Father. The Christian walk isn't meant to stagnate, no matter how long you've been pursuing your relationship. There's always more to discover about your Almighty Creator, and more ways in which He can refine your heart. As you've done already today by joining Pastor Dan for Ring of Truth, we encourage you to continue spending time in the Word regularly. We also urge you to make conversation with God a regular part of your routine as well, praying and listening to what your Heavenly Father wants to say to you. And know that here at Ring of Truth, we're also praying for you. We're so glad you joined us today, and we'd like to invite you to visit us here at Calvary Chapel. If you live in the Baltimore, Washington area, come worship with us this Sunday at 9 or 11 a.m. Calvary Chapel is located in Columbia, Maryland, only minutes from Route 95, Route 29, or Route 100. For more information on what you can expect when you visit, go to calvaryec.com. Or give us a call. We can be reached at 410-491-4592. That's 410-491-4592. That's all for today. Join us next time for more right here on Ring of Truth.